Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox Internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com slash internet for details. New York City's, we had a trade deadline that everyone was excited about. Big moves to come. Lots of hours discussed on many podcasts besides mine, and but especially mine. And the big explosion and an announcement of a trade is... It's been a long time. We shouldn't have left you. But uh we thought it was the it's, it was for the good of Nets intelligentsia that we took a step back on the front office pod. Not that not that it was like a purposely planned thing. It's just we don't want to give the people excess content. We don't want to give you guys a podcast that you download and you hear us repeat and say the same things as everyone else is saying. Like the the games, the culturally as a as a group, the games all feel like they don't matter. <laughs> Sam, am I am I bugging? No, I mean honestly, like we both said to each other before we started this pod, like. If we if we felt like there was something we needed to talk about, we would have. But sometimes you just get a feel of like whether um, whether whether there's something hot on the on the Nets hot stove that that needs to be spoken about. And you know, I think there hasn't been that much. I mean, like the the team is playing the team is playing well, especially given the circumstances. Uh, congrats to Kyrie about his new kid, which I had a I, I knew that everybody who uh, was already calling him out after missing those three games. <clears throat> was going to look stupid because I had heard Frank Isola say on a podcast, cause I guess he lives kind of close to Kyrie and Jer- in, or Kyrie's family in Jersey. They were, he basically said, I believe on the Michael K show that he knew that uh, Kyrie was out, but it was for good personal reasons, not bad personal reasons. So I'm happy that all those people now can shut up. But uh, look, today is my, today is usually, and yesterday are usually one of two of my favorite days of the year. I'm a trade deadline junkie in the years before, you know, Twitter, it was all about, hoops hype and real GM and updating those sites. And now with Twitter, it's obviously all about the notifications from Woj and Shams and whatnot. But uh, I think, I mean, I'm curious to hear your opinion. I, I think overall today was a relatively good day for the Nets, all things considered, because I think today could have gone way worse in terms of uh, how our opponents strengthened themselves. Yeah, they they all were afraid to do it. They were, they were afraid to pull the tr- trigger and lose the little pieces that – they love and and you know what I for the most part I have to say fair play on them because uh, the only person that I the only team that I really kind of am looking at them with the side eye is the Sixers. If you guys had a chance to get Lowry, a champion, a, an irritant, a guy that you you just know that uh, uh, 
you know, you, you put him in a playoff scenario and he's going to, he, he's basically going to either cause controversy or he he's going to make big plays that aren't necessarily basketball plays all the time. Like he just a great leader and they could have used the guy like that. Well, thank you for participating in Philadelphia 76ers. You're not going to be able to beat us. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I thought they had the biggest opportunity and they, they dropped the ball. Like, uh, who who's today's big winner for you? I mean, honestly, there was no team that really like stood out. I mean, look, I thought I thought get, for Miami, I thought doing a test run on Oladipo and giving up next to nothing because Olenek and Bradley or 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 whatever I think is like a smart play. But I don't think I, Oladipo is not a guy that I think changes Miami's ceiling that that much. I mean, I think it definitely makes them better, or but he all. also. Or at all, like he he had no effect on Indiana, he had no effect on Houston. They yeah, they chose seems, him over Karras like weirdly. Yep. Yeah, that was bizarre. I mean, the I mean the Rockets look. I mean the Rockets are now looking back on this on the Harden trade and they're basically left with a bunch of picks where you don't know where they're going to be. And they could have had Karras and Jared Allen, and instead they ended up with Kelly Olynyk, uh, Avery Bradley, and. Uh, and, and, and another extra first-round pick instead of Allen. Like, I mean, it's just a bizarre turn of events for what the, the Rockets did. But, like, honestly, besides that, I thought – look, I thought – I think what you just said is spot-on about the Sixers. I think if the Sixers had a chance to get Lowry and if the Heat had a chance to get Lowry and I think if the – and if the Heat – so the Heat not being willing to get to give up Hero, I understand. Hmm. This whole notion that the Lakers weren't willing to give up, like – Taylor Horton Tucker, who's like the next version of the Lakers Twitter and Lakers fandom, building up a player who's like, and he's not fun. good. I, I see him out there trying very hard, but he's not good. I mean, I like the Lakers have already done this with Kuzma, where like you know that LeBron has probably wondered what his value is, but like the rest of the league probably doesn't think Kuzma's nearly as special as as, as the Lakers do. Mm. And so, like, I I just thought like, I mean, if, if you told me the Lakers could go into a series with Lowry. I think I think that just would add a different dyna- a dynamic for them, which is why I was just holding my breath on the Lowry situation the the whole time. But I mean, overall, look the I think the sleeping giants for us, and we've been talking about this on the pod for months now, is like what's going to happen in the buyout market. I mean, everyone's talked about Aldridge. It sounds like it's between Miami and Portland, but it's probably leaning Miami, which is like okay, that's that that's fine. the The Drummond thing's going to be interesting. I mean, he's obviously working out in Los Angeles. Like I don't know why. I know I was uh, tweeting with Los about this. I don't get why it sounds like he wants to go to the Lakers because he's been promised a starting role, which like I don't I I don't know that who, what Marks and, and Nash who, have been communicating wait, to him about. Wait, 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 wait. Who's reporting that? That's what like oh that's what that's like what a lot of the reports have said is that Because like, because here's here's the thing. I one, I don't I don't I feel like the Nets are, have cooled off on him, so this isn't a Nets thing. Yeah, I do agree. With that. I think the Blake thing definitely made a difference. I, I think Claxton is making a difference. And, yeah, no, that's a better. Not, yep. not that they, and they are moving with a lot of trepidation with Claxton. I don't even think Nash understands what he's seeing, but we'll address that after. Uh, in terms of Drummond. You have to understand there's two media uh, hubs of the folks who basically are 
are are the biggest people in national media, right? They most of them come from Syracuse, Ohio State, and a lot of them live in LA, and a lot of them are Laker fans. Just like a lot of things, you hear so much Knicks rumors, and barely anything ever happens with them because there's so many Knicks fans from Syracuse in the media. Yep. Same thing with 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 Laker news. There are so many Laker fans. There are so many people working in and around the Lakers and ESPN that you always have to take that stuff with a grain of salt. Now, guess who else was working out in L.A.? Kevin Durant. Guess who else lives in L.A.? Kevin Durant, James Harden, <laughs> and I think Kyrie Irving even has a crib out there. So um, going where it's warm in the wintertime is not a surprise to me. That's fair. Uh, uh, is he going to probably sign for the Lakers? Here's why I say it's possible because if it would, it wouldn't be because he said no to the Nets because the Nets can give him $5 million. The Lakers can only give him, uh, I think, 1.2. I don't know if that peels him away, but f- I, $5 million is more than one. <laughs> if yep. the Nets want him, they're getting him. That that's what I'm saying. If if they don't if they don't get him, then we have to be on a different kind of alert. Like if we get beat by Bigs in the middle, and they had the roster spots, and they didn't go get uh, the uh, Andre Jordan uh, because they didn't want to hurt DeAndre Jordan's feelings. Uh, uh, I, I said Andre Dr- Jordan, Andre <laughs> Andre Drummond. <laughs> um, 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 and they didn't go get Andre Drummond because they uh, wanted to keep DeAndre Jordan. The plan was to keep DeAndre Jordan in there. Then that's a failure. Um, yep. I, I think. I think. I don't know. Like, I'm I'm seeing people like posting stats where where it shows that that DeAndre, our DJ, the one on our team currently, is has better stats. Than uh, 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 Drummond does, that is ridiculous. Yeah, that's, never, that's never. Ridiculous. That is like a crime against mathematics. Look, we've seen them play. Drummond is still a black hole for rebounds. Yep. DeAndre is laboring out there. He's laboring. He. The only time that he has a benefit, and even Embiid is going to eat him alive from the three-point line, is is when somebody comes to him and bangs with him in the paint. If you're not banging with him in the paint, if you're nimble around in the post, you're scoring on him. And I I just feel like even if they even if let's say, let's say Drummond wasn't as good or Let's say they weren't sure that he would be that much of an upgrade. You have the ability to try. <laughs> so, yep. so I hope they're putting a full court press on on Drummond. I believe if they wanted him, he's coming. I just think things have been going really, really well. And uh, some of that is a little bit of a mirage. Some of it is the league not really knowing what. Uh, not knowing what to expect of Nick Claxton, that they're still collecting tape. 
And, you know, um, the team knows that. The, the team knows that in a playoff scenario, as much as we love Nick, Nick, what a great, great, great surprise. I mean, it, it wasn't a surprise to us because basically this is what we said he was going to do. But yep. um, <laughs> um, regardless, he's to for him to actually come out and do it, for him to actually come out and actually be better than, than what, what even you or I thought, um, and we still haven't even seen him with Durant yet. He's been amazing. But I, I just think a team in the playoffs is going to go, oh, so he can't really go to his right. Oh, oh he's, you know, oh, 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 he's light in the ass. He, you know, let's just put bodies on him. Um, You know what I mean? Like, Absolutely. I, I, if Drummond's out there to be got, you you've got to go get him. Uh, am I am I over exaggerating? No, I think you're totally right. The, the I think you're totally right about the Drummond thing, and I think the 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 key key point about Drummond is like, and I because I don't even engage about some of this stuff anymore as it pertains to him is like, it's not about what how good he actually is on defense or what his defensive metrics are or the advanced analytics whatever. The Nets have too good of an offense that you have to actually separate the defense from the rebounding. Mm-hmm. And if he secures a rebound, that's another possession that the Nets get, and it's taking away a possession from the other team. And that's and that and that's like it. There's nothing. There's nothing really else to talk about. The only way that a team will be able to keep up with them is if the Nets are are letting another team put up twenty or thirty more shots. But but if you're but if you're if you have a guy like him, which as you said is literally just a a, a vacuum of rebounding mm-hmm. like that's like that's all that you need it ends up it ends up shortening the game and it makes every possession that the other team has that much more important which is why like i don't really care like people are like oh well Embiid always eats his lunch because he can take him in the post or whatever it's like okay like m- most people can't guard Embiid. Embiid's right. gonna get whether he gets 40 or 38 is not going to define a series what will define a series is if is this is if the other team gets 25 offensive rebounds instead of eight or 12 or something like that. Yeah. And, and if you're going to give in the playoffs, Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving and James Harden, two more shots each. It's it, you're dead. That that's, yep. that's it. I, I don't care what they think they're going to get from Blake Griffin, Blake Griffin. He could play small ball five. He could be big ball five. Shoot. He's a big dude. But Blake Griffin isn't gonna do isn't gonna do that. It, it's it, they. I fully bought into this this yo. We are off. We're an offensive team. We're never gonna be the greatest defensive team in the world. But we are going to blitzkrieg people. We're we're going to demolish them. Uh, in terms of, uh, you know, uh, of scoring. You know, teams are just not gonna be able to do anything with us on defense, like trying to trying to beat us by uh, a jump shooting contest, a three point shooting contest, uh, uh, a dribbling contest. Uh, you know what I mean? Like you can't yep. beat these guys on this. You can't match up with them on, 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 on offense. So if you could get a guy that basically just puts it away, like, just makes it where you get that many more shots. I I don't think I've ever seen Kyrie miss three in a row. I've seen yep. um, um, Harden do it, but 
But I don't think I, I've seen I've seen Durant do it a couple times, rarely. But that's what makes them superstars. I if they're not gonna miss three, if these are guys who don't miss three in a row, then you get a, a rebounding, a, an elite rebounder, and add that to the mix. It, no, I, I'm telling you, it's for it's we're sweeping teams. <laughs> we're we're literally sweeping teams. So. I, I don't know. Uh, the Drummond saga is going to be interesting to watch. Me and Bam will probably be talking about that on the weekend because I don't think I don't think the the the, the buyout market is going to last long. So I don't know, man. I'm I'm glad the trade deadline went like this, but I, I guess we got to talk about the uh, elephant in the room. We didn't trade Dinwiddie. You tell me your thoughts before yeah. I expound on it. So, so. It's interesting. I think so. This is what I wonder. I think it's one of two things. I think either like they spoke to Cy and they were like, "Look, like Spencer's part of the the like he'll be fine coming off the injury. We'll go into a luxury tax for him. He helped bring in Kyrie. He's 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 an OG net with Joe Harris. Yada yada yada." Whatever, or it's that they think like oh, maybe we'll be able to work out a sign and trade, and like I, I don't like is it? Do we really need to do this? Because the I mean I don't totally understand the idea of not trading him mm-hmm. if you think that there's you stay the, or that you're going to bring him back. Because if not, like it's just you're just wasting an asset basically. It, so because just having him in L.A. doesn't really do anything. Because I mean I know I know that like the optimistic like glue guys and whatever are like all right we'll see if we'll see him back for the playoffs like I, I, like I mean no one can bank on that right now and like right. that's that that seems kind of crazy so Sai saying like look I really like this team but I also think that Spencer could be like the fourth or fifth best guy on on this team and make them even stronger next year I, I don't know I mean I assume I'm I'm curious about your take about this I. I think they might so I'm going to I'm going to take the romantic side of this, right? Yeah. I think they just I think they I I love Spencer. I'd love to have a future with Spencer. I don't know how long Kyrie's going to play basketball. And I and having nothing to do with this past 3 day 3 games that he's going to miss. Um you know, I, I think that uh I think that, you know, Kyrie may have other things on his mind to do after this. And it would be interesting if you just had a lane of guys that would be going into their veteran, you know, size mixed with some young guys that that they could be picking up and developing. Um, There's got to be a life after the big three. And and maybe maybe. Maybe they see him as that. Maybe they see him as a part of our a big part of our second championship. And I and what and what is it gonna cost us? Money? Joe Sai is fucking rich. Beyond rich. <laughs> and um yep. I, I just think at the end of the day, it's like the return on this in terms of value like this is what this is the mistake a lot of people do when they're valuing, they're seeing how much teams are spending. Joe Sy could spend a billion dollars to win a championship. But if the Brooklyn Nets win an NBA championship, the team that he bought for $2.2 billion is worth $4.4 billion. 
that fast, just from that maneuver. The the Knicks are worth five billion, right? Yeah. If the if the noisy neighbor in Brooklyn starts winning championships, Joe Sy in less than three years has doubled his investment. So building a good team and sustaining a good team could be fun, could be a, a, a great ego thing for a, a, a fly billionaire to be like, yeah, you know, I, I just got in the city and I, I put a team there and we won a championship. I just started owning them like two years ago. You know, well, that's what I do. I'm great. I, everything, you've seen it. Alibaba, you know who I am. <laughs> you know what I mean? He could be saying that. Or, no, no, totally. And, and what does it mean? You know, $150 million in luxury tax? $250 million in luxury tax? He may really like Spencer. That that's another thing that we could be thinking about as well, and um, but the but overall the 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 I, I I'm gonna be hopeful. I'm gonna be a hopeless romantic and just say he's keeping as much of the band or the like, and there's not much left. We're we're not those nets anymore. But I, I think I think it's I think I would if I was the owner of the nets, this would be one of the foolish things that that no no that may look foolish on paper. That I would do. I would keep Spencer Dinwiddie. I would sign him. I would. I would give him. You know, more somewhere in the Joe Harris range, right? I think that's fair. And you know what? That's who we are. We're the Brooklyn Nets. We take care of our players. We even when we move them on, we make sure we move them on to good situations. And yeah, I mean, look, it's not my money. So if he, I mean, look, right now they can honestly use him. In like a game like yesterday, or even a game like against the Trailblazers, when yep. Harden sits, they could have used they. I mean, they could use another ball handler who can get to the basket whenever he wants. Like he, I mean, I, like I would, I mean, I would love for them to for them to uh, to keep him. I, I just basically felt I just basically felt like if 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 you know that he's gonna go to another team, or if you know that, or if you know that uh, they're not willing to go into the tax, then I think you have to trade him just from a like a rational trade perspective. But I mean, like if they want to, if they want to go the whole way with him, they want to go the whole way with him. Like, let's, let's do it. I would be more than happy for that. Hmm. So does Evan Fournier to, to the Celtics, you think that's going to stop us from winning a championship? No, I, I mean, <laughs> I, I thought, I, mean, I, th- I thought that was, I thought, look, I thought the actual trade that Ainge did was like a good one. Like two seconds, like two seconds for Fournier is like a good deal. But I mean, the, the fact that this is like where the Celtics are at after all of the talk about assets and whatever, it just, it's, uh, they're in a, they're in a very, I think they're in a very precarious spot right now. You know how, um, ESPN does the team with the best futures yep. and they rank them say, Oh, this team has the best future. Nobody had us in the top ten. Matter of fact, we were always in the bottom five. Yeah, always. And guess, yeah. And guess what? Nobody has a better future than us. Like, and the Celtics usually won. That that's true. I, but I think it's a new day. Totally. I, if, the, if the Nets win the championship, that wins. It breaks the seal. It changes everything, and um, and it makes us the destination. I think it was Nate Jones that tweeted that today. I might have. I, I I believe I retweeted it. But he was just saying, like, you know, the the Darren Nets didn't do it, but this group of Nets 
is going to make this team a destination. He's a, you know, and he's an LA guy. He's a West Coast guy, and he's talk he's talking about the Nets being a destination. And a lot of it has to do with how we treat our players, how we take care of them on and off the field, how yep. we acclimate them to the to the city. You know, that's not normal. What what we do, we go above and beyond the call of duty, and it's in Brooklyn, and so. These guys are are they talk to each other? If Drummond comes to Brooklyn, I think that that's a that's a Sean Marks thing. Because if I'm Drummond, I'm going to the Lakers. I'm going to see more playing time. I don't have to deal with all the small ball nonsense. I, I'm going to the Lakers if I'm Drummond. But I think if the Nets want him, the the just showing him the money, the the five mil that they could pay him, he he's he'd come here. I I think I think we are really a destination. I think it's known that the Nets are a place that you can go and be great, and that's that's an awesome thing. That's an awesome feeling. Uh, have you noticed that, Sam? Yeah, I mean, I think they're I think they're definitely I think they're definitely in a different stratosphere than they were even like a couple of years ago in terms of what people thought about them. And I just think the everything about the organization is just. Uh, I think it's just in such a such a nice spot. And I think a lot of this stuff is like word of mouth and what players and coaches feel. And I think and I I don't know, I just I think they're they are in a really, really, really unique spot. Especially when you see like how a lot of other teams who are or were destinations kinda once they once you start having some dysfunction, it like the, the stank travels and people don't wanna and yeah, people don't yeah. wanna then end up being associated or, or going to that type of team. Like I think you see like like, like, I don't think it's a coincidence that like the Clippers and Nets both had huge summers two years ago. They're like two teams that for a, for a, a multiple years like started doing things the right way, even though they were, um, e- even though they were the little brother. Which is why it makes the it's why it makes the Lakers thing that He's, much more hilarious because the Lakers basically are still running off of their name, and that's and that's about it. Right, and and uh, he's a bit goofy, but Balmer is about it owner. Yep. He doesn't ask how much it costs. He doesn't ask how much, you know, what, what, oh, this, are we making a profit? No, that's not what basketball teams are for. As long as you're, in, as long as the asset itself is growing in value. And that's more about, you know, building your team's brand, keeping, and they're building a stadium. So these guys are going to rotate in and out superstars. So are we. We're always going to be in the conversation going forward. And that's that's a great place to be. It's weird that even now, like the Knicks have started to be kind of good, no one really was clamoring to go over there. Nobody wanted, you know, you don't hear too many players like, hey, oh, the Knicks got some space. They're going to be in the playoffs. That's the Garden. Let me go over there. Nobody's going over there. Like it's like, unless you be they trade that trade they did boggles my mind too. But I, I don't think it's worth talking about. Um, Sam, big games coming up. Yep. Are you worried about Harden's neck and shoulder? No, Harden, Harden, I'm not worried about in the slightest. Think, I, right? I, want, I want, I want KD back. Kyrie obviously is fine. Um, I just want, I mean, look, we, we are getting to a point. It's not the same thing as I like. I hate when people compare. This will be my last thing. I hate when people compare the Nets to the Clippers last year of like, oh, they never played together because the Clippers clearly hated each other and the and they were also in a bubble where they couldn't see anybody else and it was right. like. It, it would be like if you went on a work retreat and you hated all your work employ, uh, you hated all of your uh, 
your fellow employees, but then you could never see your family for three straight months. Like the Clippers it, never played each other, and you could tell. Yeah, and, and I think and yeah. they didn't forget. I don't know if they liked each other or not. That's that's neither here or, or there for me. I I feel like the Clippers just don't have. Talent, the talent that we thought they had. Montrezl went to the Lakers, and they they're trying to replace him. Yep. Um, uh, Lou uh, Will was cooked. Beverly yeah, was cooked. Yeah, I, I think those guys just they they hit the old wall, and 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 with Beverly, he's old. He he'll get exposed in the playoffs because at the end of the day, it's about when you need a bucket, can you get one? And yep. you want to know what? That answer is yes for the Brooklyn Nets, no matter when you ask the question or how. <laughs> By the way, so the, the, the one thing I do want to say that I... If it's the one thing you want to say, Sam, you just disappeared. Uh, hold on. I think I hear Sam calling back. Is that you, Samuel? Uh, no, I cannot hear you. Uh, let me see if I can get Sam back, everybody. Sam LaChow. Your internet sucks. Sam LaChow. I'm calling you. Your internet is trash. You got Wi-Fi from the drugstore. All right, Sam. Sam is having technical difficulties, gangs. We were at the end of the show anyway. We are the front office. Uh, uh Sean, Sam just texted us in and said it wasn't anything special that he was saying. We're on the championship run. We'll get our internet and stuff together. And Sam says. Yeah, his Wi-Fi timed out. Clearly. <laughs> anyway, we're the front office. I'm at Eve Darboos. My partner is at Sam Lachow. We are the front office podcast. And we'll be back after the next game. Myself or Sam. Or Sam by himself or myself. Peace, y'all. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet, but if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com internet for details.